Hello and welcome to another podcast from The Practical Medium, and I'm always Michelle, the medium that's sometimes practical. And believe it or not, even though I espouse practicality, boring, middle-of-the-road stuff, I do do stupid things. And maybe we'll talk about that someday. But today, or tonight, depending on when you're listening, I'm going to talk about how everybody must get stoned. And I can't seem to get the B out in everybody, so I apologize. This is my second start of the podcast, and my first one I I, I goofed up and lost track, and I'm like, I can't believe I made that same screw-up on the second go. So we'll see how this goes. Uh, If you're listening to this, it's because I made it through successfully. Anyway, so the... um, Something that I've talked about briefly, I've touched upon, is that I have a friend who's also a mineral and uh, specimen dealer, and she has fossils, she has semi-precious, she has interesting stuff, and she has tumbled stones and everything you could think of. So I work for her on occasion just to do something different, kind of learn how the whole mineral world is like. And the first show we did was back in May, and... It was the first one since COVID happened and the first lockdowns happened in 2020. And it was very interesting to see how it had changed from 2019 in terms of the people looking for stuff and what their focus was when they were looking. In 2019, it was collectors. It was uh, younger people looking for Tumble just because Tumble's fun and interesting. And it was, um, they were, but they were going after the Tumble in smaller numbers. Then in 2020, or 2021, excuse me, in the, this, this particular show, she everybody was going after the tumbled rocks. And I both her and I noticed this, and it was interesting. So I would, I would pay attention to the people because that's, my, that's what I do, is I watch when people come up and, you know, if they want a conversation or if they want to ask a question, I'm there for that. And one of the most... I'd say the most recurring comment I heard or action I saw was people picking up the stones and feeling for their energy. So I would I would posit a guess here that people, um, you know, the change in um, more ta- people were more aware of mortality. And I'm talking these people are in their 20s and 30s, not people my you know my age and up, 40s, 50s, and 60s. I didn't see a whole lot of that range. And I also didn't see a lot of them collecting either because that's usually who's the collectors of what my friend has to offer are the, you know, the older crowd. So we had a lot of young people coming through, which is wonderful. I like to see that because it means that people are interested, are getting interested in these things and finding that you can have a little bit of fun for a little bit of money, a lot of fun for a little money because sometimes the specimen is just drop dead, crystalline, sparkly, gorgeous, and it doesn't cost a whole lot. So like spirit quartz or cactus quartz, it's called. That's that's a fun one to collect. You know, so that's, it was interesting to see all of this. And it got me into thinking, and I know this has taken me a while to get around because it's now middle of December and this was uh, over Memorial Day weekend, but that's just how fast this whole year has gone. And I haven't had a whole lot of time or energy to podcast, which is another reason why I haven't been doing my regular, you know, routines. It's just, I've had a lot of pain in my body from my hip bursitis and then I went then my knee said well all right the hips better we can fall apart so it saps your energy so I've just kind of been going swinging vine to vine and thinking about well I need to do a podcast and then this one just finally seemed to come forward and say hey let's talk about this especially because 
Um, I was at a, a gem and jewelry show this past weekend and just outside of Chicago. And once again, I wound up hanging out. In the, I didn't work. I hung out in the booth and noticing what people are looking for. So let's talk about this topic. Let's talk about stones. Uh, I'm sure there are some people who are listening who are just kind of like, eh, they're stones. They don't have any, any, any influence. And there are people who are saying, yes, they have all kinds of influence. And as always, the, the facts lay somewhere in between. And it's worth talking about because I can, I can always tell when a stone is supposed to be meant for me, or if it's just got a lot of power in it, uh, is by handling it. Because I will get, I'll get like a zing, a surge of energy up my arm. I'll get zinged, literally, as somebody, like an electrical shock. Um, or I'll get a low-level hum. In my, and it's all felt in my body. I, I don't, the stones don't talk. They don't have a, a language. They have energy. They have um, frequencies. So when I get when I get shocked or something just says just jumps literally feels like it jumped into my hand, it is meant for me. Or I can say like um, I picked up a box of oh boy what were these? They're not spirit quartz but they were mineral quartz and I can't recall the name of it right now. But it doesn't it it's it's called spirit quartz for a reason because when I was just looking through these their points of uh, this box of points which means they look like a pencil with a point on each end or one end and. Every piece I handled was just buzzing in my hand. Now, they weren't saying they were for me. They were just saying, oh, we got a lot of energy, and boy, you can pick up on it. That's really all that said. So if somebody wanted something with a lot of energy to help them out for whatever reason, and I will get to how stones work in a little bit, or they just wanted something with a lot of, of you know, energy containment you know, to, to draw from the earth, that's also what these were good for. It's how you want to use them is really how the stones work. But again, let me, I'm getting ahead of myself. So once again, the same thing happened at the show where people were, there were more people interested in her, her specimens, but there were people looking at the tumbled stones for, you know, for pockets, for pocket stones and making um, energy stones out of them or combining stones. It's just, it was this there and I was noticing it. So when um, it's like, so let's talk about why stones are the way they are, why they have energy and how they work and what you want to look for when you're looking at a, when you're looking into stones. So I'm going to start out with again, my practical advice. If you are looking into getting into stones or you want something for your pocket, just, let your hand guide you. If a stone does not feel like it's got any energy in it, any energy in it, it's not jumping into your hand. It just feels like a cold stone. Pass unless you really like it. Unless you like the color of it, you like the design in it, then it becomes decorative to you. But if it's got something that says speaks to you, and you'll know when a stone speaks to you because it's you can't miss how it feels right. The then yes pick up that stone if it's within your range but like I say pick cheap stones and expensive stones everything in between all of them have properties you're not going to be passing up on something just because you can't afford it you're never gonna it's not like you're never gonna find it again I promise you you will find it again when the money is in your hand to buy it or there is going to be something less expensive that is well within your budget 
and it looks like a nothing stone, but it will bring you happiness or it will bring you whatever energy you need from that stone because it's your, your, it's your need is aligning with what that stone is putting out. Or that stone is telling you, hey, I am for this purpose. Now, everybody has a different need for stones. Me, I just pick up in what feels good. I don't assign any kind of um, property, to, property to them because it's not my thing. And But I can tell you when a stone is going to be good for you. Now, there are some stones that are definitive in what they can do. And I'll get to that as well. But this is basic advice. This is how you want to start finding energy stones for yourself if this is what you want to do. Or if you just want to play around with it, you know, and you're, you're at a mineral show with somebody or you find, but you're in a store and there's tumbled, tumbled stones, tumbled rocks, and you want to test it out. Just let your hand go through the stones and just gently hold each one. Leave it there in your hand for, in your palm for a couple seconds and you'll know. It really just is, it's an interesting phenomenon, but it does happen. Now, sometimes you may not be tuned in and you might not, you know, and anybody can do this. It doesn't need a psychic medium, by the way. Anybody can do this it, because the stones are very plaintive, very obvious, I guess you could say, in letting you know that they have energy. So, so, but some days you just can't, it just doesn't work. Even for me, there's some, like when I was at the gem show this last week and I'm like, meh, there was some stuff that buzzed, but for whatever reason, uh, there were just not a whole lot of resonance for me. And I was at a, um, um, uh, how do I put it? A metaphysical convention um, or expo in like about a month and a half ago. And I tell you, that place was, even for a place that has a lot of sensitivity, pe sensitive people there, just about everything I was experiencing was flat and dead as a doornail. So there, I think the people who were, it was more the attendees drowning out they're, the the, the, the non-sensitive types were drowning out the sensitive energy because they were trying just so hard to bring it into themselves. Who knows? It was weird. And maybe I'll do a podcast on that because it's, an, it's a separate topic, kind of. So there are just some days where you can't pick up anything. It doesn't mean it's not there. It just means that your own personal um, energy field is low. It's just not happening. There's any number of reasons. Do not give up. Do not write it off. Just next time you have an opportunity, try it out again, and maybe the conditions will be different, and you will feel things. And I'm 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 right. I'm going over this because it is important. Because you want to be in alignment with the stone that to do what it is you're looking for. So by that I mean, um, you want to get rid of negative energy in your life. The most perfect stone to do that is black tourmaline. Now you might go, oh, of course, it's obvious. It's black. It's term and it's tourmaline, which is a, a popular stone. Term black tourmaline is actually the lowest, usually the lowest grade of the tourmalines. People don't, it's just not, it's dark, it's deep. It doesn't have a lot of interest apart from its, uh, the, 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 uh, the needle, like the, the appearance of pressed needles, like put together, uh, stacked rather. And but uh, it has a lot of power in terms of drawing away negativity. And I'm getting this, um, uh, somebody's trying, uh, I know who's, who's doing this. But this, one of the things that black tourmaline is good for, and this is not curative, by the way. This is nothing that it's going to be a massive help. But sometimes it can be enough to help somebody going through cancer. So 
I don't know where this is coming from. Well, I do know, but I don't know what is being, because it's being relayed, not necessarily uh, knowledge from Ken. So if you have somebody in your life who's got cancer of some kind, black tourmaline can help draw out the negativity that they are experiencing. And it might not be a huge difference. That's the thing. They're not miracle workers. Stones are not miracle workers, but they can have enough oomph in them to draw something away so somebody has a better time of it for even a few minutes, a few hours, a few days. And if somebody's going through cancer, having a few good days is, you know, is the best thing that can happen to them while they're on their journey of, uh, you know, of trying to get past the cancer and heal and, and live further. So that's how you want to view the positive, the benefits of a stone. But it goes beyond cancer for black tourmaline. Black tourmaline draws out negativity. It, it will, it will attract the negativity and, def and from, so you've got to, okay. I'm screwing myself up here. Let me rephrase this. When you have a piece of black tourmaline in your pocket and you're at work and you got some jerk that you just absolutely hate, the black tourmaline will deflect some of that negativity from them. It will not protect you from all of it as nice as that would be. Stones just don't, a stone in the pocket just is not big enough. You'd need a human sized piece of tourmaline to get rid of somebody that's, get rid of somebody's energy that's bad. But that tourmaline can, when it's, when somebody's turning the volume up to 11, the tourmaline can notch it back to six because it'll draw some of it away from you. So what you, you might feel, oh, that was okay, that was easy. That wasn't that big of a deal, even though that person may have just been an absolute wedgie that day. And, but the black tourmaline deflected some of it from you. So you didn't, they, they, were, they were still who they were. They were still being a jerk. They were still going to piss people off. But you had the piece of black tourmaline in your in your pocket, and you didn't get all of the energy that was behind their crappy mood or crappy attitude, whatever. Take it. But so that's how stones work, and most stones work. And black tourmaline, like I said, is an example. But black tourmaline's effective at that. Uh, I usually have a piece hanging around me myself when it comes to a black tourmaline. I don't keep it with me. I keep an actual piece of really crappy amethyst in my coat pocket. And it's just a nice little worry stone. And I don't really have, it just, it just is an, an energy absorber or not, or deflector. Because stones can't really absorb. They pass through. So the black tourmaline, in this case, will pull, will, will deflect the energy, will absorb it and deflect it away from you. As opposed to allowing it to go through you. And that's extent of it. You know, it, and even then, it may not be something that you, you really notice because stones are subtle that way. I, and I remember many, many years ago when I was in college, I was in a metaphysical class. Didn't realize I was in a metaphysical class and not um, a fantasy novel class because I don't know why I wound up in there. Well, I do know why I wound up in there, but it helped me. It was when I was really starting to shut down when I was in college. And it kind of helped me, gave me a lifeline to hold on to in terms of this uh, understanding this other side of me. Anyway, somebody in the class, we were talking stones one day, mentioned about how she had a massive migraine. And it was going on for days. And just out of desperation, she had this big chunk of amethyst uh, nearby in her apartment, whatever. She just decided, I've got nothing left. Let me put this to my forehead and see what happens. The, the, the amethyst drew out 
the pain that had the migraine. It literally, she said, it literally drew it out and the amethyst cracked, if you can believe that. The amethyst cracked from the absorption of the migraine and her migraine went away. Now, they, did the amethyst absorb it? Yes, but the amethyst will also pass it out and it passed it out away from her and the migraine never returned. She felt wonderful and it just never came back quite in the same way. Now, this again is going back 30 years. I don't know where she is. I don't even remember her name. So I can't really follow up on it. But there's this was not bullshitting. The, the teacher of the class was a sensitive. I'm adjusting my chair, pardon me. And the teacher would have called her out if it was bullshit. It's not. And I saw some weird things in that class that I, to this day I can't explain. And maybe I'll talk about that another time. Promises, promises. Sometimes I keep them. So when it comes to stones, you just, you can... What I would do is research the internet first, you know, find a general consensus of opinions about what a particular stone does. So prehnite, P-R-E-H-N-I-T-E. It's, a, I call it grass clippings and quartz because it looks like grass clippings got caught up in quartz and dyed it green, it is a stone of love. So if you are looking for, to, to open yourself up to more love and you need a help, get a piece of prehnite. You can buy them in tumbled stones. And if you're a woman, Put it in your bra, seriously, because it's close to your heart. You know, with men, well, I guess pants pockets because, anyway. Seriously, though, I, pants pockets in your bra, and you just keep it close to your body so the stone will tune into your energy and start helping send out, amplify your need for love. Now, is it going to be bring you Mr. Perfect or Mrs. Right? No, but it will help you have more success. So it, as I keep coming back to it, it's, it just increases things. It amplifies it by 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 1.5 or two. It's very low level. Stones just don't have the power because that we people ascribe to them, but they do make a difference in life. Uh, and again, another just reminded of this. Uh, someone I know had a had was given a bracelet of semi precious gemstone beads. It was on stretch elastic, or I, I guess, or something. And she said she's in the bathroom, and the bracelet fell apart, and the stones went everywhere. And she, her take on it was that, and she goes chasing after the stone beads, and she's like, "Why am I doing this? I don't need this because the bracelet served its purpose. The reason why it fell apart is because it was done, and I don't need to be chasing the beads to wear the brace to, to have her remake the bracelet because." they're over they're done I can't I'm not going to get anything more out of it so whatever the purpose was I don't know we never discussed it but that's another way somebody interpreted how stones are used so you know use them pick them out however you like look at the lore of stones and there's nothing oh god I'm not gonna I can't believe I'm gonna say this their meaning is not written in stone the material might be Im impossible to change in terms of molecular structure, but their meanings are shifting and different and everybody has different takes on it. So as you look through stone guides online, you just find the one that says, this works for me. You go find the stone, you find the stone that feels right to you. You buy it, you put it in your pocket, your purse, your wallet, whatever, anywhere. Or you just want to stare at it while you're sitting at your computer, stuff like that. You just take that meaning and you put it towards the stone and let the stone take it from there. And again, don't expect miracles from stones. 
they don't really deliver it, but they can be helpful. So on one hand, don't dismiss, but on the other hand, don't expect. And it's nothing, nothing wrong with that. And it's, it's a little bit of fun. And it's interesting to see if you can get yourself to open up to feel the energy in a stone and feel if it's right for you and get something that, um, you know, gives you a little visual excitement and something to, you know, palm stones are a thing. Get a palm stone in the, in the stone that you like. And, but if I were you guys, go to a mineral show, go to a rock and gem show, go to any place where you know that minerals were going to be sold and they're all around the country. There's lots of rock and gem sh uh, clubs that put on shows. So you can go to the, uh, go, you can go right to the, the source or you can have a, a collection of stones in front of you to feel through. You know, you don't want to minimize, you don't want to, Etsy is great, but you're relying on the person that's selling you to pick out a stone and it may not be for you. So Etsy is good for collecting. Etsy is good for finding stuff for making stuff um, and it's in terms of stones. But when it comes to personalization, you more want, you more want to find, you might, you're more interested in finding a stone that, again, resonates with your frequency or feels good. So you can do both ways. There's nothing that you can't, nothing says that you can't. I just wouldn't say you'll have more success. Now, if you're not concerned about, you know, finding a personal frequency and you just want something that's been imbued with energy, you can do, you can buy stuff and occasionally I'm, I'm not quite up to speed yet with production, but I'm making mala bracelets and, uh, you know, as I make the bracelets, I just open up to energy and let it flow through. I'm not the only person that does this. I'm not unique. I'm just doing something that a lot of mediums do, which is to put their not, it's like I put my love, I put my, my positivity, I've, I let, uh, you know, light through me into my work to produce uh, something that gives you a good buzz, I guess you could say, or just makes you feel better. But it's just something that, um, it's, it, it, again, it's about as effective as a stone. It's mild. And I design, I do my stuff more to make you feel good when you look at it as opposed to getting something, a buzz out of it. But, you know, if you feel like that, you feel like that, that's there too. It's just what you do as a medium, and if you're a handy-dandy designer like I am, you just automatically put your energy through it without thinking. So that is something that is there. And you can buy those on, you know, an Etsy, or you can go to where there's a metaphysical show and somebody's selling this stuff. So that is an option too, but always make sure that what you are buying is made from uh, stone. There's semi-precious stones. There are a lot of... Um, stones that are not semi-precious but have a lot of visual interest like um oh geez labradorite has got something called chatoyance in it which is just beautiful and seems like it's got no it's like there's an endless depth in it that's labradorite there's um oh boy uh, moonstone is very moonstone and labradorite are in the same family but they're gorgeous and they're inexpensive and they're wonderful and they're good at reflecting amethyst amethyst is common but it's another nice pretty stone to have Black tourmaline. Get yourself a piece of black tourmaline. Keep it in your pocket. Um, all of these stones uh, are nice to have, and but you want to make sure, again, as I got myself sidetracked, that they are real because there are a lot of glass stones out there. There's, and I'm saying glass because there, uh, there's something called pineapple quartz, which has a yellow-bluish cast. 
it's mostly yellow and there's a blue tint to it. There's strawberry quartz, which looks like it's been like red, red swirls and clear and clear. And sometimes it's coated and they're made from glass and glass doesn't have any kind of refractive or absorptive pro properties. It's just pretty. So if you, it, it's okay to, if it's some pieces have a little bit of glass in it, that's okay. It's not going to detract from the necklace or bracelet that um, you're looking for. But if something is made completely of glass, pass on it. It's not going to do you any good. It's just going to look nice and that's it. So if, you know, your intent defines what you're looking for, as I say. So if you're looking for something with energy and resonance, avoid the glass. So that's, um, that's the advice there. And the same goes when it comes to even buying fine jewelry. Um, you know, we adorn ourselves with diamonds and rubies and precious and, and sapphires and stuff like that because they are beautiful. But they're also tough. They are, um, they're harder to cut. They are harder to shape. And when you are wearing those, you are saying, I am beautiful and I am tough. So do they have properties? Sure. Do they have wonderful properties? No, because we have kind of passed those up because of pricing the rarity, the expense of, of them. So we have elevated certain stones to the precious level and we don't think about them having any kind of energy. Now I could, I don't handle these things much these days, but I'm sure if I were to handle a diamond, I'd get zapped because diamonds are so highly refractive and reflective. But so is quartz and quartz is one of the most common minerals on this planet. And I mean, again, I carry a piece of amethyst with its partially white quartz and partially purple quartz because that's what amethyst is. And it's refractive. So do I feel like I get anything out of carrying it? No, but it's a nice worry stone. And right now as I'm, as I'm you know, blathering on, I'm handling a skull that, um, and maybe if I remember, I'll put a picture up on the, uh, with the podcast, made out of fluorite. And it's a funny little thing because the way they cut it is that there was some white coloring, some white stone, and they turned it into his teeth and he's got buck teeth. So, but he's amusing to me. Do I feel anything from him? Kind of, sort of. I knew he was, I knew he was in the box, even though I didn't see it. And I'm calling it a him because it has the feeling of an identity of a him. Um, this, it's a 3D skull. And I was, this box of two layers of these, of skulls of various um, various stones made out of various stones and I found one that had a really cool splash of color on it and I'm like oh, this is neat I like this but something said keep looking so I kept looking and I found this little dude made out of fluorite and I took him home with me after I paid for him of course but you know what I mean and he just brings me happiness when I look at him so that's why I have him and but do I feel that he's got any kind of energy to me? I don't know. No, right now. But maybe the more I handle it, uh, the more I work with it, the more maybe I'll bring something out. But fluorite's just kind of a, in, in general, it's never resonated on me. It's kind of a dull, flat stone. I, it's just a soft stone as it is. And, uh, you know, it wasn't about him being, he, being him, him being made of fluorite was cool. But I wasn't looking for somebody refractive. I was just looking for something to be fun. So even I do this. So on that note, enough blathering, I guess, because uh, I'm coming to the end of the half hour and I don't really have much fresh in my head. But I will say this. Um, 
if in the I am in the I'm in Chicago and I'm going to start mentioning bringing this up, and occasionally I do work at a mineral show, like I said, and I'll start posting where I will be of uh, next year. Like I don't know it. I might not work a show until May. I might work one in March. I don't know. But if you want to come out and meet me and say hello and you know get more you know get to meet me in person and make a connection more than happy to because there's no my, my friend has no problem with me peddling myself as a medium through her booth in fact she wanted my cards to hand out because um i'm going to segue here to the story i promised so uh back in geez august when i talked about having my uh, baby medium friend with me somebody um was asking my friend about what stones are good to have under your pillow and Janine's like, I don't know. You can ask her because she's a psychic. And I'm looking at her going, can I kick you in the ass right now? I don't want to. I, I wasn't trying to be that person, but oh, well. And I was I was kind of tuned out. And um, so the baby medium I'm, is more tuned, is more turned on. One of the things is, is you get uh, um, more practice is that you kind of tune out because you don't want to be in that space all the time. Unlike the Long Island medium. Uh, but anyway, so I said, Hey, you, you want to have a go at this to the baby medium? And he said, sure. So he figured out he, he, she would not tell us who it was that, uh, she was trying to connect with. We did figure it out because, um, who it was in, um, in terms of the clues that were dropped. And I will just, just to be, I'll be, I'll respect the privacy, but we, when we figured it out, it was really heartbreaking. And, um, so with her, um, she, she got some peace out of that. You could tell that she relaxed a little bit and she felt a little better knowing that this person was not permanently gone from her life, which is really what we kind of try to do as a media, as, as psychic mediums is to give that, to, to relay that peace. Uh, peace of mind and I guess we made an impression upon her uh, because she came back to the show and um, this current show that was just this past weekend and asked my friend where her psychic was and this was on a Saturday and I usually don't go on Saturdays and my friend goes well she'll be here tomorrow and right after that little uh, interaction a flat which is a bunch which is a flat consists of a bunch of different uh, boxes of stones in her case a flat of tumbled stones got knocked to the floor and it's just like who does this person have hanging around them now i'm pretty sure the person came back was the one that we had did a little reading for back in august but whoever was with her was solid enough to catch the box and knock it to the floor and it wasn't i know it was not i know it was who was was ever around her just because that's the intel that comes through. But in terms of why, I don't think it was anything malicious. I think it was an accident. But there was nobody near the box, visually, to my you know, to my friend. She says there was nobody there, and I, I do believe her. That And it just got knocked off. So ultimately, she lost some stones, but she wasn't upset because some of the stones she lost were crappy, she said. So they did her a favor. But, you know, it's it, it just, just goes to show you that stuff can happen anywhere. And um, strange things happen to everybody. So, you know, it's just don't always write off, I guess, these things as being just goofy. When you don't have anybody around knocking off a pile of, I mean, her boxes 
This is about, to give you an idea of the weight, this is about a 20 pound box with full of stones. Maybe a little less, maybe a little more, but you get the idea. For it to just fall off of her table without it being really near the edge, um, yeah. That's not, you can't explain that, I guess. And even me, after all these years, is still saying, you can't explain that. Anyway, um, there's a tide rolls in, tide rolls out joke there, but that might be too old. Anyway, on that note, like I said, when I start, um, when uh, the the, gem sh the mineral shows are in the area and I'm working one, uh, and this is the Chicago, Chicago area, I'll make an announcement on the podcast in plenty of time. So if somebody wants to plan to come and how to find me, I will make sure people know. So in the meantime, thanks for all for putting up with my lousy publishing schedule. And uh, we'll uh, hopefully... 2022 is coming up. I don't know if I will get a podcast between now and then, just the way things are going. I've been swamped with so much work. The pain has in my leg keeps me from really having the time to focus on topics for this. But if you do have something you want me to talk about, feel free to email me and I'll be happy to talk about it on a on a pod episode. And um, otherwise, um, I hope everybody has a good Christmas. I doubt I will be back on uh, the air, so to speak, before Christmas. But have a good Christmas. Have a good New Year's. We all deserve to have some some wonderful times ahead of us. And we take it where we find it. And don't think about tomorrow. Just relax and enjoy whatever it is that you have in front of you. Whether it's a, fam a small family gathering. It's watching kids open presents. It's getting completely trashed on New Year's Eve to say goodbye to 2021 and hope 2022 is a little better. And again, I don't have any intel. And if I did, I probably wouldn't bring it up because it's future telling anyway. But let's keep positive and give you, everybody, give yourselves a break. Thank you for tuning in. Love y'all. Y'all are wonderful. And I'm glad you're sticking with me, whoever's here from the get-go or just following me, finding me now. Take care and be well and take it easy on yourselves.